And welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of Slick Picks. My name is Slick Nick, and I will be your host today. Uh, We got beat up a little bit last week. Uh, Last episode over Labor Day, first weekend of college football. Really looking back, uh, our hammer picks are really what's bringing us down. We'd be close to even without the hammer picks. Uh, last week we were six and nine, down four point four five units. Overall, nineteen and twenty three, down eight point two six units. The hammers are one and three, down eight point four five units. Um, so without those hammer picks, we'd be we'd be looking down 0.2 units. So overall we're doing really good. Um just need to study those hammer picks a little bit more and uh I think I'll just limit it to the weekend episodes. Um just reviewing what we had last week. Uh we had big wins with uh Virginia Tech money line. Bowling Green plus 34 and a half. Uh, we got robbed on the Bama Miami over. We got the Miami Ohio Cincinnati over. Georgia money line. Uh, UT San Antonio money line. Texas A and M minus twenty nine. And then we lost our hammer pick, which was Darren Till money line. We put three units on that. But we have a full slate of picks today. We're looking at NFL predictions. We're going to go division by division, look at some win totals, and uh, just pick out the pit bets that I like the most looking forward to this season. And then I've also got our picks for Thursday and Friday of this week. So let's go ahead and jump into that. Twenty twenty one NFL predictions. Starting off with the AFC East, uh, I've got the Jets finishing last in the AFC East at five and twelve. Zach Wilson looks good in preseason. They picked up Corey Davis, um, but their defense is going to be awful. They got a tough schedule. I see them at five and twelve. Third in the AFC East, I've got the Miami Dolphins at six and eleven. If you look at them last year. They had Fitzmagic come in and save them from a lot of losses. I'm just not a firm believer in Tua. I think they have a good defense. I just don't think they'll be able to score enough points. Second in the AFC East, I've got the Patriots at 9-8. and I uh, really like their move to go with Mac Jones. thought that he was the better quarterback straight out of the gate. I uh, got their defense coming back this year. Just don't have many weapons on offense. So I got them at 9-8. and eight. Then I've got the division winners, the Buffalo Bills at 13 and 4. Uh, their over under is set at 11. That's a pretty good value right there. Uh, Patriots over under is set at 9.5. I have them with 9 wins. Dolphins over under is set at 9.5. I've got them at 6 wins. And the Jets over under is set at 6. I've got them at 5 wins. AFC East Futures, I've got the Bills to win the division at minus 150. Got one unit on that. Now I've got the Dolphins under nine and a half wins at minus 145. Also put one unit on that. 
two two bets with not so great odds, um, but I think they're definitely locks. Moving over to the AFC West, I've got the Denver Broncos finishing last at three and fourteen. The Raiders finishing third at nine and eight. The Chargers finishing second at ten and seven. Really like Herbert. Really like this team. Could be a sleeper team in the AFC this year. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs finishing first at fourteen and three. Uh, the Chiefs' win total is at twelve and a half. Uh, I've got them at fourteen wins. Chargers win total is at nine and a half. I've got them at 10 wins. Raiders win total is at nine at seven. I've got them at nine wins and the Broncos win total. Maybe there's something I'm missing on the Broncos, uh, but they've got the win total at eight and a half and I've got them at three wins. I've got the Raiders and the Chargers making the wild card and the Chiefs winning the division. AFC West futures. I've got the Broncos under eight and a half at plus one Oh five. Put one unit on that. Like I said, I'm not really seeing what we're missing with the Broncos this year. Uh, Looks like a pretty awful team just like last year. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is that big of an upgrade at quarterback. Uh, But I'm missing something, then I guess I'll just be wrong. Looking at the AFC North. um, My disappointing team this year, I've got the Steelers finishing at 6-11, finishing last in AFC North. I've got the Bengals finishing at nine and eight, the Ravens finishing at twelve and five, and the Browns finishing at thirteen and four, with the Browns winning the division and the Ravens getting a wild card spot. Browns over under is set at ten and a half. I've got them winning thirteen games. Ravens over under is set at eleven. I've got them winning twelve games. Bengals over under is set at six and a half. I've got them winning nine games, and the Steelers over under is set at eight and a half. I've got them winning six games this year. AFC North Futures, I've got the Browns to win a division at plus 150. Put one year on that. I think that's really good value, especially with all the injuries that the Ravens are seeing at running back this year. Then I've got the Steelers under 8.5 at minus 130. Also put one year on that. Just think that uh, Ben's time is done. We saw it down the stretch last year. They got the benefit of an easy schedule last year. Um, But like I said, I see them winning six games this year. Moving on to the AFC South. Uh, I've got the Jaguars finishing last at 2-15. The Texans finishing third at 3-14. The Colts finishing second at 6-11. And And the Titans finishing first at 12-5. Titans over-under is set at 9. I've got them winning 12 games. Now the defense still isn't great for the Tennessee Titans but they're playing in the easiest division in the league. I don't see them losing more than six or seven games here. I've got them winning the division. Colts over-under set at nine. I've got them winning six. Just not real confident in Wentz. Um, They've got an okay defense, solid offensive line, but they're going to need a quarterback. Maybe Sam Ellinger can come in there and win them a game later in the season. Uh, but I, I'm just really not seeing the Colts being successful this year. I've got the Texans at 3-14, and 14, over-under set at 4, so kind of right on the money there. Uh, obviously, without Deshaun Watson and the, with them shipping off the entire team, um, I can just see them not being one of the best teams in the league. Then Jaguars at 2-15, and 15, at 6.5. Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle his first year. 
them losing Etienne uh, for the entire season hurts them. Their defense is awful. Offensive line is awful. And other than chalk, they don't have any weapons on the outside. So I see the Jaguars winning two games. I do think they win week one, uh, but their over-under is set at six and a half. Uh, AFC South Futures, I've got the Titans to win the division at minus 110. I think that's great value. I think that's pretty much a lock. Uh, so definitely cash in on the minus 110 there. Now I've got the Colts under nine wins at minus 110. Put one unit on that also. AFC playoffs, I've got first seed Chiefs. I've got seventh seed Raiders at second seed Bills. Six seed Chargers at three seed Browns. And five seed Ravens at four seed Titans. Uh, that's our playoff preview for that. AFC Futures, I've got Chiefs winning the AFC Championship at plus 200. Put one unit on that. Then I've also got the Bills winning the AFC Championship at plus 650. Put one unit on that. Two great values there, especially the Chiefs at plus 200. Uh, If you look at the AFC, other than the Bills, maybe the Titans can make a run, but I think their defense is going to be an issue. Um, Those are two great values for AFC Futures. All righty, we'll see you on the other side for some NFC predictions. All righty, and we're back looking at the NFC. Looking at the NFC first, uh, I've got the Eagles finishing last at 5-12. and 12. Um, I don't think Minshew is an upgrade from Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts played awful last year. I like Devontae Smith, um, but they're going to have to draft a quarterback next year to be competitive. Third, I've got the Giants at 9-8. and eight. I think this is a team that can be good and be competitive in the next two to three years. Um, but Saquon coming off that injury, we got to see how effective he is. And that defense needs to get a lot better too. Second, I've got the Washington football team at 10-7. and seven. Uh, There's a lot of value in picking them to win this, this division. Um, looking at the schedule, I think their schedule is a little bit tougher than the Cowboys, uh, but obviously we'll see how the Cowboys, um, play tonight, see how Dak looks. That could be a factor in this. And winning the division, I've got the Cowboys at 11 and six, and then I've got the football team with a wild card spot over under on the Cowboys is nine and a half. I've got them at 11. Over-under on the Washington football team is 8.5. I've got them at 10. Over-under on the Giants is 7. I've got them at 9. Over-under on the Eagles is 6.5. I've got them at 5. NFC's futures, like I said, I've got Washington to win the division at plus 220. Put one unit on that. There's great value in that, uh, especially if you look at last year. We'll have to see how the offense looks with the addition of Fitzmagic and Curtis Samuel, but uh, should be producing a lot more than a one-legged Alex Smith last year, and the defense is going to continue to be the best defense in the league. Moving over to the NFC West, we've got the Cardinals finishing fourth at eight and nine, the 49ers finishing third at ten and seven, the Rams finishing second at twelve and five, and the Seahawks finishing first at twelve and five. Uh, I've got the Seahawks winning the division and the Rams and the 49ers snagging a wild card spot. Over under for the Seahawks is 10. I've got them winning 12. 
Over under for the Rams is 10 and a half. I've got them winning 12 also. Over under for the 49ers is 10 and a half. I've got them winning 10. And over under for the Cardinals is eight and a half. I've got them winning eight. NFC West Futures. I've got the Seahawks to win the division at plus 275, one unit there. I think if you just look at experience, uh, Seahawks have the most experience. Seahawks have been there the most. I do think the Rams are going to be the best team in the division in the long run. But I think game in and game out, the Seahawks will do just enough to win the division at plus 275. There's a great value in that. Moving over to the NFC North. We've got the Lions finishing fourth at 1-16. If you want to go ahead and cash who's going to have the first pick, uh, I think we can put the whole table in the Lions. Picking up golf this year, I think he's going to struggle. Doesn't have a line in front of him. Doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. And uh, just has DeAndre Swift in the backfield. He was coming off of the injury. And then they also have one of the worst defenses in the league also. Third, I've got the Bears at 5-12. and 12. I think we'll eventually see Justin Fields here. Maybe in week three or four. But same thing. They got a good defense. They just don't have enough weapons on offense yet. But I really like Fields. I really think they can be a contender in the next three to four years. Second, I got the Minnesota Vikings at 7-10. and 10. A lot of people are projecting the Vikings to be really good this year. I'm just not seeing it. Justin Jefferson is good. I think it's time for Kirk Cousins to get out of there. Um, but he's just not capable of winning the big games. Had one good playoff run a couple years ago. But their defense is going to have to get better. Their offensive line is going to have to get better also. And first, I've got the Green Bay Packers at 14-3. and three. I've got them winning the division. If this really is Aaron Rodgers' last run, we saw how he played uh, pissed off last year, took him to the NFC Championship game. I think they do the same thing this year. Uh, Packers over-under is set at 10.5. I've got them at 14 wins. Vikings over-under is set at 8.5. I've got them at 7 wins. Bears over-under set at seven and a half. I've got them at five wins. And the Lions over-under set at five. I've got them at one win. NFC North Futures, I've got the Lions under five at minus 120. Put one unit on that. I think it would be a pretty safe bet to bet them under three wins this year. Next, moving to the NFC South, uh, I've got the Panthers finishing fourth at five and 12. Got the Falcons finishing third at six and eleven. Got the Saints finishing second at nine and eight. I've got the Bucks finishing first at fourteen and three. The Bucks winning the division here. Um, I really like this Saints team. Callaway looked really good, the rookie wide receiver, and Jameis is looking good in the preseason. Also, um, really like Jameis. Really hopes that he has a good season. Uh, the Bucks over under is at eleven and a half. I've got them at fourteen. Saints over under is at nine. I've got them at nine. Falcons over under is at seven and a half. I've got them at six. And the Panthers over under is also at seven and a half. I've got them at five. NFC playoffs. I've got number one seed Buccaneers, seventh seed 49ers at two seed Packers, six seed Washington at three seed Seahawks. Five seed Rams at four seed Cowboys. 
NFC Futures, I've got the Rams to win the NFC Championship at plus 550, one unit on this. Really good value here. I think realistically that Stafford could win the MVP this year, put him in a passing offense with a offensive-minded coach. I think it's going to be a great fit for uh, Matthew Stafford. And then obviously he has a great defense on the other side too. And then, like I said, the um, one last ride for Aaron Rodgers. We've got the Packers winning the NFC Championship at plus 650. Just another good value there. Uh, Super Bowl futures. I think you would be kind of dumb not to take the Chiefs at plus 450. Really good odds for them. You got to think they're the favorites going in. Got the Bills at plus 1,100. Put one unit on that. Really like Josh Allen. I think this is his year to prove that he's an elite quarterback. And then once again, the Aaron Rodgers last run. I've got them at plus 1,400. Put one unit on that. Now looking forward to our games on Thursday and Friday. Uh, we got a pretty shallow card. Not as many Thursday and Friday games as we had last week with college football. Obviously with pro football coming back this week. Uh, we'll have a majority of our games on Saturday. Starting tonight, Thursday night football, Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Uh, this line kind of seems like a trap to me, but I'm jumping right into it. Cowboys, Dak Prescott's first game back off of his injury. We got to see if he's able to be mobile and throw the ball. Um, Buccaneers bring back everybody this year. So I'm taking Tampa Bay minus eight and a half at minus 110, putting one unit on that. Then I'm also taking the under 51 and a half at minus 110. Just think that the Bucks defense is going to show up here. The Bucks won't have to score a lot of points to win by eight and a half. Maybe like a 28 to 10 type scoreline here. First game. Two teams that didn't play a lot of starters in their preseason games. Um, so under 51 and a half here. On Friday, we've got Kansas at Coastal Carolina. Um, I was dumb and took the under on the Coastal game last week, and they went ahead and scored 56 points by themselves. Taking Coastal Carolina, minus 25 at minus 110. Kansas is an awful team. Uh, just rushed the field after beating an FCS team by three. Then I'm also taking the Kansas and Coastal over 52.5 at minus 105. Like I said, I think Coastal can score all 52 points. This should be a pretty easy cover. Also on Friday night, we've got UTEP at Boise State. Boise State coming off a heartbreaker loss at UCF, a game that they really should have won. I'm taking a minus 25 and a half at minus 112. UTEP is just not a good football team, and I think they cover this easily. So those are our NFL futures, our Thursday and Friday picks. I will be back on Friday night to look ahead at a full college football slate and a full NFL Sunday. And uh, we might just go ahead and place a wager on all the NFL games this week. If you're in Tennessee, Barstool Sportsbook is live. Um, I haven't gotten my hands on it yet. Still waiting for my identity to be verified. It's been over 24 hours, which is kind of a bummer. But I think once we get that live, 
Um, Barstool Sportsbook is going to be my primary sportsbook that I use on this episode. So go ahead and download that. That way you're getting the same lines that I am. We'll see you on Friday night. Enjoy opening night of NFL football and enjoy some Friday night college football. And uh, go play some wagers. Go place your NFL futures. Don't forget to set your fantasy football rosters. Good luck this season. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Thank you.